0: everybody, this is the Ricky B Podcast. I'm here for episode number three with Jimmy Easley.
1: Back so soon. Yeah. Back by popular demand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got a lot of good stuff last time. It was really fun getting podcast number one out of the way. Getting it out there. I got a lot of good feedback on it. I really appreciate everybody that has given it a listen, that has um, told me what they think and you know, encouraged me to keep going with it, so I'm going to do it again, and we're going to cover a little bit more, um, a little bit more ground today. We're going to talk about some education stuff um, for you vets out there, either still in the military thinking about getting out or have already gotten out and you're thinking about going to school. We're going to talk about some of the things that we've experienced since getting out of the military With our college experiences, um, I was at ACC studying government. I finished my last semester. Last semester ended in May, and I'm just working full-time right now, but went through the whole college experience. And Jimmy, right now, is in the middle of EMT classes, and so he's going to talk a little bit about his program, specifically the school that he's going to, what he's been doing, um, things he experienced through the application process. I think we're gonna cover some really good ground today and hopefully give you guys some information that could be useful in your college search. So um, first, Jimmy, thank you for being here with me today. For sure, man. Appreciate it. Um, And let's talk about a little bit about your education experience. Just tell us about the timeline, so when you got out of the Marine Corps, your plan at the time, um, and then when you started school.
1: Cool. Um, So got out of the Marine Corps, uh, got out. I didn't have, like, a full proof proof plan. Um, I thought, you know what, I've been through all this craziness in the Marine Corps. Uh, I'll just figure it out on the fly, which I kind of did. Uh, I got out and had a couple BS jobs. Uh, then I was sitting around watching T V one day and a commercial for some like A and E reality show, like I think it's still on, it's called Jail came on and I was like, Oh dude, I can I can work in the jail, you know? <laughs> we we have one, you know. So I, I applied and I got hired on there. And I didn't I you know, it was it was a job but it uh, wasn't everything I hoped it would be. I worked there for about a year and a half and then uh, a light bulb went off in my head and was like, you know, why not try EMT? I looked into some benefits and everything, and they're pretty, uh, pretty solid um, for some agencies around my area. So then I kind of dove into, all right, what's the best route to take to get my certification? Uh, there's quite a few schools around Central Texas um, that you can go to. Uh, I ended up choosing to go to ACC, Austin Community College, because uh, they were GI Bill accredited, so I would able to use my GI Bill instead of paying out of pocket to go to maybe a smaller EMT course. Which I could have done that, but they just, there was a few around, but they just weren't going to pay me to go and I would have to pay to do it, so I was like, you know what, screw it. I can work a little bit on the side um, and then get my EMT through college.
0: Cool. So, when when did you start your application process to this program?
1: Dude, the application process for the MT at ACC is kind of ridiculous. Um, I started lat, so fall of uh, 2016 is when I had the idea. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna try and get go to the spring semester. Uh, but then I just had so much going on, like the holidays and everything else. Uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of work to get everything done. So I was like, you know what, I'll just I'll just push it back a little bit. I'll work. Till the end of spring, and then I'll go in the summer. Uh, so that I really, really applied for like the summer semester. Um, there was there you have to get a multitude of different tests done, and there's this online program that you have to go through called Castle Branch uh, to upload all your forms. And you can't just take your paper forms to the college. It's a bunch of a bunch of hoops to jump through. Basically, you you, you go through it in gates. So like. All right, first you get these seven forms uploaded to Castle Branch. Um, and then you uh, have to actually get enrolled in th- – you have to get your GI Bill stuff done too, which is another 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 monster in itself. Uh, cause the so EB- what do you
0: have to do for the GI Bill?
1: The GI Bill uh, – I went to a, like, veterans advocate for in the finance office, and she kind of walked me through it. Basically, you fill out an online form through the VA um, – whether you want to use the Montgomery, if you paid into the Montgomery, or you can use the Post 9/11. I decided to use the Post nine eleven or excuse me, the uh, Montgomery, because it, since I'm from Texas, Texas has its own VA kind of uh, GI bill. It's called the Hazelwood Act. Right. So I'm using my Hazelwood Act from Texas to pay for my tuition. So I use the Montgomery because I would get more money back than the Post 9/11. So I'm getting, like, straight money that I don't have to pay to the school, and I just pay to live off of. Okay. So, yeah, it's basically an online form you fill out. It's, it's pretty simple once you get into it. It's not too complicated. Um, and then from there, I got that set up. Uh, th- I, at first, I was a little worried because I got everything done, the first phase of everything done with uh, the EMT program. And I showed up, and I was, like, okay, I'm ready to enroll and the dude told me, he was like, oh, man, this class is full. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, of course, it's my luck. And so he's like, oh, yeah, don't hold Which your – Which
0: class was that? That was for the spring?
1: For the summer. Oh, okay. Yeah, for the summer. So I was like, man, like, dude, that's my luck, you know. But whatever. I still, like, pushed every all my stuff through. He's like, yeah, go ahead and turn everything else in. Um, that way if a spot opens up, you know, you can jump in. I got the email a week later. Like, they actually did have room, but – I don't know. It's a weird, like, I don't know. Pretty much a loophole. They had plenty of room, but it just said that it was blocked off. So anyway, long story short, I got in. Uh, so that was the first kind of altercation I had to deal with. Um, yeah. So after th- after that, I got got in. All right, cool. So you you started the application
0: around Christmas, Christmas time or so.
1: Yeah, I yeah. I, I, yeah in December ish. Yeah, I started and it and then I, I backed off. Because okay. I just had more time to wait. To so
0: is this the first this was like your first availability to take the class you didn't miss a semester or anything like that Like you got into the class you wanted to get into.
1: Yeah, it's cool because the EMT program program through ACC is a, uh, it's a prerequisite class. So everything's cut out like all your, all your works cut out for you. Um, you have two classes that you take through the EMT program. It's an online class which is also clinicals, that you have to do seven, cl- seven clinicals through like the ER, uh, EMS rideouts, et cetera, et cetera. And then you have a lecture lab class, which is, I, I go evenings, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and that's like four and a half hours every day, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, but the cool thing is, so once I finish this, if I want to further my career, I would jump into basically uh, a six-month program. Five or six months, I can't remember, but then, so it's like you go EMT, the next two semesters, you can go AEMT, which is advanced EMT, and it'll give you a little bit more bigger scope of practice. Uh, you, I could quit there, or if you want to go all the way, you can jump into paramedic. So, th- and that's like a um, an actual degree, you know, like an associate's you can get uh, through that, which is really cool. Um, what
0: are the benefits of the next level of training? the 6 month cl- course compared to what you're taking right now.
1: Well, the cool thing is right now I can go out – once once I finish this course, I can go out and get a job as an EMT. Uh, it's it's cool because EMT it depending on where you're at, there's a multitude of different places you can work. It's kind of like being you know any other medical professional, you could I could uh, go and work in like a small county or I could go work for a private company. Um, I could work in a big county like Austin Travis County or, you know, a bunch of different things I can do. Um, the, ad- the advantage of going more in-depth would be it opens up more doors for you and opens up your scope of practice. So like an EMT scope of practice, you, you can't give IVs or anything like that. You can pretty much give aspirin and stuff for chest pain, et cetera, like nothing major, though, uh, whereas paramedics are almost – I don't know the exact equivalency, but they're from what I've been told, is they're pretty much on the same level as nurses. So like you can be a paramedic and then you can go work in a hospital if you want if they hire paramedics you know, so uh, it kind of opens up quite a few more doors for you.
0: Cool. So you're finishing. Is this this is the prerequisite to those courses? So you have to take this course before yes. you can take this.
1: This this course is a certification. So it certifies me to be an EMT. Af- I have to pass a na- pass a national registry test after this after this course. This course certifies me that I can go take the national registry. Once I finish that next na- national registry test, then I can get hired. I can take it to you know employers. Mm. Um, so it's just certification, but you have to take this unless you're you're already an EMT. You have to take this course if you want to go through ACC.
0: Do most most places? All right, go ahead. Oh so wait, 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 hold on. Sorry.
1: down the road a little ways. I know that they'll, uh, if you sign a three-year contract, they'll pay for your paramedic schooling as well. So there's definitely, because they need need paramedics, and they want people to be better just like any other job. So uh, yeah, there's a need for it. Um, So yeah. Cool. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, So let's talk about, were there any other roadblocks that you didn't expect coming into this process that you could share with us, um, maybe something that you wish you had known before you started the process, anything like that?
1: Roadblocks. Yeah, uh, well, none besides, you know, the administration, administrative side, getting everything signed up, this is my first college schooling at all, ever, so um, I didn't, I, w- I felt like I was pretty smart in high school, but I didn't apply myself like most people, so I, w- I wasn't a studier, I didn't do homework, I didn't do any of that, I just did what I needed to do to pass, uh, so Going to college, this is a more advanced college course, too. I mean, e- I'm in class with, like, pre-med students who have already graduated UT and stuff, and they're saying, like, man, this is, like, an intense class. Like, they've actually happened to work at it, and they're, like I said, they've been college college kids for four years now, yeah. so, and they've done all this pre-med biochem and stuff. So, it's, it's very, very strict. Uh, there's a lot of chances to fail. Um, there's, like, four or five exams that we have to do. You have two you can you, you have two retests so if you fail an exam twice you're done pretty much um so there's a bunch of stuff like that going on like I, i'm starting my practical application testing this next week so like cpr retesting cpr uh, other things like that this uh like physical skills that you need and if you fail one of those more than once then you're done out of the course even though it's already almost over yeah. and you won't get your certification Do so you
0: guys have like uh, CLS we had CLS combat lifesaver course when I was in the army yeah did you did. have that yeah that's
1: yeah. <laughs> that's kind of where I thought like oh man I, I did all this stuff in the marine corps I shoot, shoot it'll, it'll be a breeze and I get there and not like 99% of the stuff we covered we didn't even touch in the marine corps so yeah. it's uh I, and s- the stuff we learned like so you know like needle d where you have like attention pneumothor- pneumothorax and you have to stick somebody in in, in between the intercostals uh, that's a paramedic skill. You're not allowed to do that as an EMT. So I'm like, damn, when do I get to stick somebody, you know? Yeah. And it's <laughs> like, no, you don't, You have to go to school for a long time. And then I, I didn't even get any certification yeah. in the Marine and the, Corps. They're and they're teaching like, you how to do that when you're, yeah. like, 18. Yeah, exactly. The military. So there's, like – which is kind of cool because the civilian sector has taken a lot of things from the military because we've been at war for forever. So the they didn't u- used to use tourniquets in the EMT, not until, like, recently – and basically the military found that out for them the tourniquets they used to think like oh no like don't do it don't do a tourniquet because they'll have to amputate like no matter what leg, yeah. you know it'll kill the leg yada yada and that's civil war knowledge yeah. that's what they thought in this like civil war area era so that's been around for forever and until we actually you know been testing tourniquets in the military the emt's like oh wow these are actually like saving lives by the you know aslo there's yeah. a bunch a bunch of lives being saved by tourniquets so they incorporated that and then E.M.T. It, it transfers over. It's it's the same like where uh you'll see a lot of times tactics will chan- transfer from the military to like SWAT teams and other and you know law enforcement and vice versa. They figure out what works. You know like law enforcement. Uh, I know a lot of for- lot of law enforcement dudes have helped out the military with like room clearing and mount uh, mount like uh, urban tactics stuff. Right. So um, it's pretty cool to see that you yeah. know the crossover and like. Some of the uh, – we got issued uh, the, the like, burn bandages. They're, like, wet, you know. You, don't, you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. the, the, like, gel in there. Yeah. And I learned in my EMT class, like, oh, you never put wet anything on a burn. So uh, there's been multiple times where this happened. I'm like, oh, you know, like, what the hell? I have to, like, unlearn things. Yeah. So I brought this bandage to my instructor. I was like, you know, well, what are these for if we're not supposed to use these? And he's like, oh, wow, this is cool. I've never seen one of these before. Uh, he's like, I'm assuming this is for – and this is it's a good point – this is for like if you see a burn happen, you slap this on to stop further burning, i.e., like IEDs and yeah. other like explosions. Mm-hmm. And you, you got your buddy that's like burning, you know, slap some of this this uh, gel on or what, or uh, you know, yeah. even like a house if fire or something, like or you're like right there. Something like that. Yeah, but most of the EMTs, you know, you show up and the burnings, the skin's not burning anymore, et cetera, like that. So, yeah, it's a pretty cool crossover.
0: Gotcha. So were there things that you learned in, like, CLS or combat training or anything that has been useful at all in that class?
1: Yeah, uh, pressure dressings, like wrapping, wrapping wounds and stuff, it's pretty much the same. Uh, just and it, What we were taught is the neater the bandage, the better it is, which is true. It crosses over. If you have a sloppy bandage, it's not going to stop bleeding. Right. Um, so that was a big thing that crossed over. Uh, another big thing is uh, assessments. Um, so like setting up scene safety. Uh you roll up to, you know, a gunshot wound victim, you, you want you want a PD there because police the police department to be there because I mean obviously you don't know what's going on, is the scene safe, you gotta, And that kind of transfers over a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um stuff like that. Cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so I think when I was going through college and when I came through this was, I went to college for about a year before I joined the military, so coming back to college, I kind of knew what to expect as far as applications and all that. I'd already been through it multiple times. You like a
1: college sandwich going on? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I yeah. even
0: took some classes while I was um, enlisted, too. I took some personal training classes, and then I took some classes online using the tuition assistance, which oh, nice. was helpful, but... I was so busy all the time that it was hard to fit in the time to keep classes going at the same time, because your schedule is just unpredictable, really, yeah. when you're especially, in the like,
1: living in the barracks, man. Yeah. The barracks <laughs> shenanigans going on.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to find a place to <laughs> yeah. study.
1: who knows what night a fire extinguisher is getting sprayed at somebody. So. Exactly, <laughs> yeah.
0: Who knows what's going to... It's a very unpredictable environment. So, yeah, but... Uh, Coming to ACC, I would say that ACC definitely had a little bit more intense of an application process than I've experienced other places, and Mm. UT was ridiculous. I I applied to UT for this um, fall semester, and the application process was just ridiculous. You got to use two separate websites – you have to submit, like, all your own information and yeah. stuff. I, I don't know. It's just – it was a ridiculous process. Very time-intensive. Yeah. And, like, two massive essays.
1: You just want to walk up and like, hey, I'm going to college here. That's <laughs> it. I don't want to do just stupid websites. In. Yeah. I deserve <laughs> to be here. I'm a damn better. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, ACC uh, was a
0: really great experience. I really didn't expect much out of a college uh, – a community college experience. Yeah. Because it's community college, so you're kind of expecting kind of junior league yeah. stuff. But most of my professors, honestly, that I had at ACC were also professors at UT. Yeah. So they would teach part-time. Like like, yeah. 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 So, I mean, I got a lot of the same professors, and mm. they t- used the same information for the same yeah. classes. For gen eds and everything, it was a perfect way to go. And ACC has so many campuses mm-hmm. all over Austin, and they even have one in Round Rock, and they're all over the place. Yeah,
1: I would – that's a big big advice if you're i think you know if you're a veteran getting out or even even like a high school kid like coming out of coming out of high school don't be afraid to go to a community college it's it'll save you time money and effort you're gonna get if you can find a good a good juco like not like you know some some crappy one but acc is a great yeah from
0: what i've heard acc is one of the top community colleges in the country yeah definitely texas i would say and for the size that it is, it's ridiculous. They have so many campuses they and have online a mall. classes yeah like I, yeah. I forget which campus it is, but they bought an old mall yeah and Highland Mall yeah, yeah Highland Mall the Highland yeah. campus yeah. yeah I went over there to they do some shows over there mm. um, like theater stuff. So I went and saw a death of a salesman there and a couple other shows. highly recommend supporting that. It's like I'm pretty sure it's like 20 bucks if you're a student or something like oh, that. Nice. And it's a pretty cool venue, but it's in this old mall, so it's really weird. you got to, like, walk through this deserted mall. It's crazy. I used to go to that mall when
1: I was a kid, now it's, like, a college campus. It's so crazy. But they
0: haven't developed a lot of it. No, no, So, I mean, it's just, like, kind of an old rundown. Like taking class in the
1: JCPenney's over there. (laughs) (laughs) But, But,
0: I mean, I had great professors. They have a lot of really great opportunities. They do international study Mm -hmm. out of ACC, so – I was trying to get into a program where I would be studying in France over this summer. Yeah. I didn't end up being able to do that, but having that as an option is incredible. Yeah. For sure. And all of the credits transfer from ACC into UT or any other.
1: Yeah, they'll too. set you up for sure yeah. if you're uh, gonna if you if your goal is to go to a university. Yeah. After they'll definitely set you up. They don't. They won't. You know, say, oh yeah, take these, and then, you know, two years down the road, none of your credits transfer. You know, they it's have a really good set um, solid.
0: veteran program. Their veteran support system is really awesome. They have a veteran, I don't know what to call it, group or community, I guess, yeah. of ACC students. People yeah. have gotten out of the military. And just going to school there, you meet so many people that are prior military, just got out, or, you know. Yeah. So, really cool environment. I would super, very much recommend ACC. Uh, for classes, gen eds, and stuff. And community college in general, I think, is a great resource because of how cheap it is, how much money you could potentially save by going there. Um, really cool stuff. So ACC is great.
1: Yeah. Recommend that. Another note on the slightly off subject on the GI Bill. Uh, I found this out the hard way, but if you're a vet and you're looking to get out and take BS classes, like underwater basket weaving, et cetera, and weightlifting and yoga, uh, the GI bill does not cover those unless it's on your degree plan. So don't think you're going to get a degree in like BS stuff. I kind of thought I was like, oh, dude, I'll just take like yoga and weightlifting and be solid, you know, to fill in some – I need. I thought I needed some extra credits. And uh, they're like, yeah, no, that's not happening. So.
0: <laughs> and for your Montgomery GI bill, let's talk about some of the differences because I know you said you chose Montgomery GI bill, yeah. which is the the smart choice to make if – since you enlisted in texas yeah with the hazelwood act that's incredible um i wish i had the hazelwood act but so the hazelwood act basically pays for tuition up to like 120 credits or something yeah like it'll that. cover a,
1: a lot yeah, yeah. so it'll cover state a full yeah, four-year degree yeah for sure
0: so uh. like acc you could go to ut on the on yeah the yeah hazelwood yeah. Act. yeah yeah so um that's really awesome yeah and so it you chose the Montgomery Chapel yeah, because they send you the check directly to you yes. for for the semester or for whatever class that you're taking, and then your tuition is paid directly. Yeah. The Hazelwood. If I
1: didn't have the Hazelwood, I probably w- I probably would have went with the Post 911 because I think it would have been a better deal. But since I already had uh, Hazelwood, I was going to get a straight check. So yeah. And I didn't have to pay the school because it would be kind of annoying if I had to get my check and then go you know pay the bill to the school. Uh, yeah, Hazelwood made that way easy. Cool. So
0: so did you get like a lump sum or it split up between months? Or? Split
1: up between months. So at the end of the month, uh, on the 30th or 31st, depending, uh, you go online or you can call. There, I, I recommend going online. It's way easier. Um, there's I think it's WAVE. Like, I forget the acronym, what it stands for, but it's a v, uh, VA website. You verify that you were in, in school for the whole month. Or if you had to drop out halfway through, they'll still pay you for the first half. uh, But you just verify that you're in, and then they're like, all right, they send you a check. Or they direct deposit, whichever one. Yeah, solid. I
0: used the GI Bill um, for the three semesters that I was at ACC. And in that program, they just send you – well, it's pretty good. They send you $600 at the beginning of the semester for books. The only thing about that is – that it doesn't always come when the semester starts. Yeah, you, you know? need to have books before
1: yeah. the semester so. Well, ideally you want to yeah. have
0: them before your first class, but you can usually get away with not having them for the first week. Yeah. But after that, you're you need it's it, dangerous, yeah. 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 Cuz a lot of classes you have to start doing reading and homework and mm-hmm. stuff like pretty much
1: immediately. Yeah, that was kind of the annoying thing on my end The Montgomery. I don't don't get until the end of the month. And school starts at the beginning of the month, so I had to pay out of pocket for a lot of stuff, but I mean <coughs> it wasn't wasn't that big a deal, just a couple books and yeah. you know, uniforms and that sort of thing. My
0: last semester, last spring semester, I didn't like school started and I wasn't gonna get any money from the GI Bill until the first. Yeah. And school started on like the twentieth or yeah. something like that. So I had like two full weeks yeah. before my money so was. So definitely come save in, up some money before. And I had to pay I think it was, like, $400 for books in, like, the first week. And one of them, like, I was trying to get um, loaners from people and ask around and find cheap books and stuff, obviously. But I had a Spanish class that I had to have the online version in order to take quizzes and homework. Yeah. So I had to pay, like, $150 for that book or something like that. And I had no choice. Yeah. That sucks. So... Um, that's yeah, I ne- something I would definitely keep in mind, and I I know a lot of vets deal with that too, because everybody complains about it because you don't get your money when the semester starts, you get it like at the first of yeah. the semester. So yeah. you gotta be waiting. and Just then plan for it. Yeah. You start taking time off work and stuff to get ready to start going to school, and so you're making less money, and then yeah, you know, it's a tough situation. It can get really hard. The beginning of the semester can be really rough. Um. But it was a good experience. Yeah, I got a lot sure. out of it. And um I hope you keep up with your
1: yeah, with dude, your EMS for sure.
0: stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: I can still get kicked out. We still have like a lot of stuff to do, so <laughs> I'm not there yet for yeah. sure. But you put your all right. chips down already. Yeah. And aren't even done. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I roll though. I, I you know, I just I know I'm gonna do it, so yeah. it's all good. Cool man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm not really sure what my next college venture is gonna be. I was planning on UT, but that's not happening, at least for this fall. So I may reapply for the spring. But You get really. a
1: degree in a interpretive dance or something? That yeah. Be
0: cool. <laughs> in uh, feminist studies. Yeah, yeah.
1: That would be worthwhile. I'm
0: going to <laughs> UT, yeah.
1: Make the big bucks.
0: I don't know if they have a big uh, feminist program at
1: UT. I'm sure Probably. they do. I'm sure they do.
0: Probably. That would be fun. All right. All right. So, have you seen uh, Hickok Forty Five on YouTube?
1: Yeah, dude, that's a great channel, man. Yeah, yeah, I super I recommend. I it. love that old dude, man. It just gets out there and shoots. It's so funny.
0: In Tennessee, just yeah. talking smack about Kentucky. S- and soda
1: bottles, yeah. terrified by him.
0: <laughs> and watermelons. Mm-hmm. He has done work on some watermelons. Yes. Yeah. But so, if you don't know who Hickok Forty Five is, he has a YouTube YouTube channel, where he basically he lives in Tennessee. And he has this range out back of his house. He's just this old whitehead dude. And he goes out there and just shoots guns and makes videos at his house. And it's really it's hilarious. Yeah. He has the same He actually jokes. does good
1: reviews on him though. Like it's I mean pretty decent reviews. Very sure. knowledgeable yeah. about
0: firearms and he shoots a lot of really cool guns. Yeah. So yeah. if you really if you're into guns, if you like that kind of stuff.
1: Another another YouTube channel you need to check out is a uh, Demolition Ranch. Okay. If you haven't heard of it, no dude I it's haven't. it's solid for sure
0: uh fps russia too i uh, yeah. as good but Dude, i haven't he's not even russian there. he's not no it's straight I,
1: accent i think
0: i saw him i saw him on and hickok 45 in the same video really? and i heard him talking and it definitely sounded fake
1: yeah yeah you can yeah. tell it's it's like fake russian you know yeah <laughs> it's, like, it's terrible
0: yeah it's really bad yeah but he shoots some pretty cool guns yeah he was uh,
1: i feel like he was one of the first dudes on youtube to, to start shooting like just random guns you know that he it was like lint or whatever so yeah yeah there's a bunch of good youtube videos out there there's also a lot of bullshit youtube videos out there so <laughs> you got to be careful do your research y- yeah the tactical industry is just like any other industry there's a super uh, super big amount of frauds and dudes who are just making stuff yeah. up on the fly well
0: i've been thinking about buying a gun recently um i have a smith and wesson mmp 40 And I bought that as like kind of a concealed carry gun. I haven't gone to do my concealed carry license yet, but that was the intent. So that's the only gun that Mm -hmm. I privately own right now. But I've been looking at other other pieces, and one thing I was thinking about: uh, Remington 870, 12 gauge shotgun, good, versatile, reliable. Everybody needs a shotgun. Yeah. Shits and gigs. Need one in my house, and then, um, that's kind of my next common sense purchase. But if I had my choice, I think – I was looking at uh, Saga 308s. You can get them new in the box for like 200 bucks, and then you can adjust it yourself. I like 308 round, but I don't know. It would be kind of hard to modify because there aren't that many parts for it. But the AR-15 is reliable. It's the wep- weapon system that I know the best, and you they're the cheapest. I think that's like – if I was gonna build my ideal gun, I think I would buy a 308. But if I was gonna get something that made sense, that was the most versatile that I know how to use, I would buy a AR-15. Probably.
1: That I recommend. I built I built my my first and only AR. Um, I finished it up, you know, a few months back. I uh, set out to because I was looking around the market and I really really wanted an AR. I was you know one of those things. I just didn't have one. And I was looking around the market. Everything I didn't like anything that was you know on the cheap side like six hundred dollars or so, which was what I wanted to spend, yeah. and it's it's almost like it jumped up to a grand if you wanted what I wanted on mine. So I I had no idea like how to build one. I mean I, I was familiar with the weapon system you know from the military, but I wasn't a armor or anything, so I didn't know what I, all I needed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I started like just taught myself um, how to build it. You just kind of it's like Lego, like adult Legos, man. Just kind of go. Uh, figure out what you need and they they sell like packs of different stuff uh, like lower assemblies etc upper upper stuff. Um, Well
0: coming out of the military I know that if I had like questions about what to use or what to buy there's plenty of people I could ask about. Yeah (laughs) yeah
1: so I set out to build a gun for I think my original goal was like under 750 um, which I don't know I told that to like some of the Gun shop dudes in my in my area, and they're like, "Okay, you know, you're pretty much gonna build a piece of crap." But, um, <laughs> which I kind of thought I was like, "Man, it's probably gonna be junk," but whatever. So <laughs> I, I set out to build it, and I bought a couple parts. Than one you had. Yeah, dude, uh, exactly. Uh, ended up building one for I kept it under six hundred dollars, man. I don't know how I did it, but I just I just was very patient. It took me a few months, but I just waited for deals. You know, I, I came across a deal, I'd snag something up that I needed. Uh, pretty much everything I bought was on sale. And yeah. and they have the tactical industry has so much on sale like at different times. If you just keep an eye out, different there's so many different websites that you can choose from. Um, yeah, so I ended up building the
0: best websites that you've
1: used? Um let's see. Uh Midway USA is solid, brownells is solid. Uh, I, I got my entire upper upper barrel and handrail from Palmetto State Armory. They actually were running a sale as like they sold all three as one piece, and uh, normally that would probably run you about, you know, for the rail system. I got like a pic, uh, not a Picatinny, um, Mlock rail, or no, no, dang, I'm all screwed up. Uh, key mod. I got a key mod rail and a barrel and the upper for like three hundred and fifty dollars or something like that. And normally that would probably cost you around six hundred if you got like a really like nice. really nice. I've heard a lot
0: of really good things about Palmetto State. I think I've been recommended to that site mm. multiple times by people that um, really know a lot yeah. about firearms. I hear it's a really good site. I
1: dude, I some people I've told that I've got my stuff from there, and they kind of turn their nose up at me. And then, but dude, it it speaks for itself. My rifle hasn't malfunctioned at all on me. It, it I I did a um, shooting course I did a rifle course a while back with this dude Johnny Primo from courses of, Courses of Action, which was. A by the way, great course. I got a lot out of it, uh, but I didn't have a single malfunction. And we fired, you know, upwards of around 300 rounds that day. Didn't have a single malfunction. I, I had one. I lied, but that was because of my mag. My, I had a, sh- you know, shitty magazine, and it wasn't the rifle's fault at all. Um, no big deal. So, and it's, you know, it shoots, and I can hit what I'm shooting at. So that's all I really need. Um, maybe, you know, maybe if I put another 500 rounds through it and something major breaks and i may change my tune but so far so good
0: nice yeah. you've had it for how long
1: i finished it in january i think yeah right around right around the new year cool. finished it so yeah i'd really I'd like
0: th- one i've been thinking about uh ak maybe twos like pretty cheap and a little bit bigger around but yeah. ar i don't know they're so available and yeah there's so many
1: parts dude you can yeah it's it's crazy you know yeah. you can do so much different stuff to them
0: yeah and, and it is a pretty reliable weapon system it's been used for yeah. so long for a reason and with the rail system and adjustable stock i mean you can't really you can't it's hard get to beat,
1: it dude I, it's so comfortable to shoot yeah. i mean and, and the recoil on it, it's like a 22 it's like nothing, nothing. Yeah. yeah it's accurate i, I can maybe I can. i'll
0: just get an ar-15 chambered in 308
1: you could uh, that'd be an ar-10 but AR10. Yeah, that would be an yeah, AR10.
0: I don't know that much about guns.
1: See, the the thing is also, I mean Which
0: is hilarious coming out <laughs> of the
1: military. No, dude, I <laughs> didn't know anything either like I remember I uh, had a uh, a dude in my squad who was like a fanatic about he knew so much about it's like an encyclopedia on guns. Yeah. And I remember being in Afghanistan, uh shout out to Jacobs if wherever you are. Uh, <laughs> uh and Isn't he's just like teaching me all that, like all of us all of us, we're like little school kids sit, sitting around him because we didn't know i mean we knew the ar and like different weapon systems yeah, that we yeah. used but other than that we didn't know he was talking about like, he bought a scar and all this other stuff and like wow that's crazy um but yeah i didn't know i had to like teach myself everything i know yeah basically I'm, i mean i grew up shooting i'm guns, learning a lot
0: i i've been getting more involved in it and kind of like looking at stuff like i've been watching that Hick- Hickok 45 guy a yeah. lot recently and I've learned so much more about guns that I never knew just because he shoots such a wide variety of guns and he does such an in depth like he actually field strips it and gets yeah, to the yeah. mechanisms and then he shoots it and that dude is a crazy shot. Yeah, too. he's solid
1: man, he's been <laughs> shooting for a long time, dude. Just dude. out in his backyard
0: plinking yeah. steel for yeah. like 20 years making these it's, videos. It's an expensive
1: hobby, though, man. Yeah, I'll tell you that. It's, yeah. it's definitely expensive. You that's one of
0: the things. I just don't really have the money to get into it, really. I would love to have a really nice piece, but I just don't have the cash Yeah, for it right now, currently. But if someday, eventually. I'm we'll keeping my it. eyes yeah. out. I also, I've always wanted a lever action gun. Dude, always. yeah.
1: I want, I want a mare's leg, man. Have you ever heard of those? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. That would be so cool to have. What uh, are those? Those are
0: 45 Colt, right?
1: That, dude, it's like a... Um, I'm having a blanking out, but it's like a lever action. repeat yeah. It's a repeater, but they're they have a really short. They're considered a pistol. Yeah. It's basically you know you picture like an old Winchester repeater. It's yeah. just that like shortened down, yeah, and they like call it a half the leg. Size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the big loop handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> it, exactly, dude. You see them in, in Western shoot 'em ups and stuff. Yeah, super yeah. cool. Those
0: are pretty awesome. I'm pretty sure. Those are in forty-five Colt, right? That's what they shoot, I'm pretty sure. They,
1: they might. I, I yeah. don't know for sure. I don't want to lie to you.
0: Um, But, yeah, he shot so many cool lever guns on his show. It just makes me want one even more. Yeah. I want a Henry so the, bad. The
1: bad thing about guns is the more you get into them, the more it doesn't get any better. Like, yeah. you don't satisfy yourself. You, you know, like I built my AR. Like, now I want to build some other stuff and, yeah. you know, buy more stuff. And I'm like, okay, I need to chill out a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I
0: just got this guitar, so I don't really have the cash to spend on it for a while. But I'm keeping my eye out. It has been cool to l- learn a little bit more about it. I'm in Texas, might yeah. as Well, you know, there's yeah. guns everywhere.
1: Dude, the coolest thing about guns, though, is every from my experience, not the coolest thing, but one one cool thing. Everybody I take that has never shot a gun before, I just let them like open up on my AR, or, you know, a pistol or whatever, and they get done and I'm like, oh my god, like how have I never done that before? It's so so awesome. You know, and they just, like, fall in love with it. It's it's uh, fun. And yeah. it's a cool skill yeah, to dude. develop over yeah. time,
0: too. There's so many different, like that guy, Hickok 45, was in so many different uh, shooting competitions. Like, he did Western shooting. Yeah. Like, where you're doing a shot, you have a double barrel shotgun, a lever action, and uh 45 Colt, two yeah. 45s. Yeah, and you like shoot a range or whatever. That's one thing I re- would be super Really
1: fun. like to do is like an actual, you know, three try three gun competition. Yeah. You know, shotgun, uh, AR, and then you know some sort of like I've competition. I've seen some pistol. little
0: girls on Facebook that are crazy.
1: I'm nowhere. I'm <laughs> nowhere near good enough to do it. But if you know, if I had the time and money, I would totally like love to get into doing some competition shooting. I think it's so cool. There's a bunch of like th- badass dudes who just like I don't know. Throw rounds down range so quick and so accurately. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Even Keanu Reeves. Yeah, dude. Is more of an operator than yeah,
1: Yeah, dude. <laughs> because people see, like... Because I'm sure you've seen those videos of him, like, doing the three-gun stuff. Yeah. And they think like, oh, man, that's, like, really cool. But that's, like, really hard to do, what he's yeah. doing. It's not, like... Just ruling y- days
0: at the range yeah, to, he, to get there. He obviously the party, isn't like
1: the, f- it's not like the first time he's, you know, No, yeah. he's been practicing for sure.
0: I was talking to this guy, this SF guy in uh, Dallas that I met one time, and um, he was just talking about his days when he was going through, because he was weapons sergeant, so when he was, oh, when nice he was dude, going yeah. through his SF, it was just guns on the range every day yeah. for like years, like yeah. two years or yeah. <laughs> something like that. So, that'd, that'd, that'd he was just al- talking about, awesome. like, yeah. the different ranges that you go to. And he was just like, think you got to put, like, band-aids on your trigger finger and stuff. Yeah, yeah like blisters and so stuff. Yeah. Just standing out on the range for hours and hours on end. Which, I mean, would be fun. But when it's your job, doing yeah. it day in and day out. Yeah. In the Army environment.
1: Yeah. Woo. At, at that uh, rifle course I took, uh, I did he, – he has doing some uh, transitions to support side. You know, so layman's terms, like using your, you normally if I'm shooting with my right, like right hand, strong side, I'd just switch to my left side, you know, um, dude. And he basically had us shoot one shot right hand, alternate, switch, shoot left, like for, through a full magazine, bro. It was terrible. Like I mean, it was it, because it, it was you know because there's a proper way to do it, and you don't want to just like you know throw the rifle over this and that. You, you like wanted to be proficient, you know, while you're yeah. doing it, efficient, I should say. Um, and dude, like we get done and we're like sweating bullets, you know. It was, it was, it was rough, but I mean, it was fun. But at the end, I was like, okay, I need a break for, <laughs> for a second. It was, uh, it was a smoke.
0: I shoot left-handed, so really? that's the other thing. Yeah, I gotta find a good piece that works well with me being left-handed. I've are never you, owned a left-handed gun.
1: Are you cross-eyed dominant? So are you like right, right? Are you right no, with your right? Left hand? eye down. Are you like all lefty? Yeah, I can't. Oh, okay, cool. I can't close easier. my
0: left eye at all. Like I can't squint stays
1: open <laughs> you're blinking right now i just closed
0: <laughs> <laughs> i can't do it dude uh. <laughs> I, i'm left eye dominant yeah okay well that's, that's i have to shoot on my left shoulder
1: well that's better than being right eye dominant and having to shoot we had hand.
0: one kid in basic that was that way yeah he was left he would shoot left handed and he was right eye dominant so i feel like dude just just switch just yeah, yeah. right hand side yeah it's just gonna learn to how to yeah regardless yeah I don't know. I couldn't do that. Thankfully, thankfully, um, I don't know. I can't shoot right handed at all. I don't think. You gotta learn. I could try.
1: That's <laughs> so cool. Dude, that's the, uh, before I did that. You know that uh drill that I was doing. Uh, I was the same way. I'm like, I could probably shoot a little bit left handed, not super accurate. But getting down to like round like twenty, like twenty one, like oh wow, like, I actually got a, got the hang of this, and I was like actually putting rounds where I was trying to put them. So it just takes practice.
0: Well, I'm just gonna have to borrow your AR fifteen. Yeah, dude, yeah, let's while. go shoot sometime for sure. Yeah, let's do it, man. Yeah. I'd love to. I need to get my forty out of the range. What's a good range around here? Dude,
1: I am not a fan of indoor ranges, but if it's a necessity, you can go to like like Reds isn't too far from here. Um, but I'm not a huge fan of indoor ranges just because they don't don't want you doing like unloads and reloads and this and that and you know unholstering and reholstering. Can you so. shoot
0: on the property that you're living at right
1: now? No, just because it's it's, <laughs> it's like just urban, yeah. Like yeah, it's like right outside of town, so yeah. uh I got a buddy's house I can shoot at, but um yeah, there's a really good range up in Georgetown, I think. Yeah, Georgetown it's really open. It's it's badass. Cool. Um, Any courses that you're looking at coming up? Dude, I just did that course with uh Johnny Primo, uh courses of action this is his company. Like super dude, humble humblest dude ever and he's got like fifteen years. Um in SF, he was a legit, he's a legit. He's legit, dude. Um, super cool guy, and he actually knows what he's talking about too. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of instruct quote, air quotes instructors out there who have no idea what they're doing. You know, they got all their stuff just from watching movies, etc. Um, but no, I, I'm I'm good on courses right now for a little bit. Uh, just, I mean, they they do cost have
0: Conceal carry?
1: Yeah, I, I just don't even get me started on those those dudes. Yeah, I finally got my card in the mail. Uh, I, I got it everything done back in like January or February finally, and I was waiting on my card to come in. All my buddies that I went and did it with; uh, they got their cards. So I finally called a little because it says give them 60 days to get the card to you. I'm like, oh, of course, you know. I was like, yeah. anyway. So I call, I'm like, what's the deal? They basically said that I put I put my address in wrong, which I know that's not the case. So I'm pretty sure they screwed up. And then the lady was trying to tell me, it's like, yeah, it's gonna be 12.50 to change your address. I was like, dude, you want me to pay you so, so you can change two numbers so you can send me my card that I've already paid for, and you have my driver's license and all my other information on the file? So I kind of in, got into it with her, and then I called back and I asked to speak to the manager. And then, lo and behold, magically, my card showed up in the mail a few days later oh without wow. paying anything. Yeah, so. Who knows? Yeah, like, what do you, look at that. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, I got it just not too long ago,
0: actually. Nice, dude. So you took the course. Where'd you take it at?
1: Dude, I took it in Smithville, right down from, right cool. outside of my house. A I ways. need to
0: take it soon. It's uh, sixty dollars.
1: Oh no! I'm sorry. I I I took the one out, the concealed carry I took in Georgetown. That's that's oh. why I found out about that range. Oh, my okay. dad um, has a buddy who uh, he works at APD, but on the side he he teaches. You know, because he works out at the range for APD, so mm-hmm. he teaches handgun and rifle stuff on the side. So I went to him to get my concealed carry. Uh, it was like 75 bucks, but 15 of that went to the range fee, so 60 bucks. Not yeah. bad. It's come it's yeah. come down in price yeah. from what it used to be.
0: I think that's for veterans and active duty, it's $60. And then for anybody else, I think it's like For
1: Texas, the the actual cost of the course itself is the same for everybody, oh, okay. but the cost of the license is cheaper for veterans, it's like 25 bucks for veterans. Oh okay. It's like free for some government employees and then um, average, I think it's like a hundred bucks Ooh. or so. It's kind of for uh, the normies out there. <laughs> you sad souls. <cells. laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay. Yeah. I'm going to do it eventually. $60. I I know there's one not far from me at a range. It's something that I need to do just to have it, but I haven't yeah, I gotten agree. onto it. And as far as I know, the Texas concealed carry license that permit permit transfers to most other states. That yeah, allow uh, it's called
1: a. Rep- can't say the word. Rep- rep- I can't say it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm uh, trouble with it. Um, I can see it, but anyway. So yeah, there's a few. St- there's like most states that it transfers to. I think there's like ten that it doesn't. Much like the commie states. So. Yeah. Up in d- northeast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Not New Hampshire yet. We're fighting back. Yeah.
0: We got our own Alex Jones. This guy, <laughs> dude, I got to sh- send you his page. I'm going to give him a shout out because this dude is my hero. He owns a mortgage company. Um, It's called State of Corruption New Hampshire <laughs> I like it. on I Facebook. Like it. He's in Washington, D.C. right now. And uh, he's got videos that have millions of views. Yeah. He has videos that have hundreds of thousands of views. And this guy's just wreaking havoc up in New Hampshire, man. Damn. Like, he's just, he's tearing into him, man. You got to check him out. He's got some, yeah.
1: What was it called? State of Corruption, New Hampshire. State of Corruption, State of New, Corruption Hampshire. In New Hampshire. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll send you a link to it. it. Yeah, for and sure. And I'll man.
0: link it in my show. And um, that guy is great. And he's from New Hampshire, original New Hampshire. And... He's got that good old New England accent <laughs> and he really gets into it, dude. He's like yelling at judges and telling the politicians they're corrupt yeah. and just getting wild, man. He's yeah. like tagging Donald Trump and all of his stuff yeah. and, you know, the FBI director and crazy. it's crazy. He's crazy he's times, getting man. he's getting into it. Yeah. So, uh, New Hampshire's fighting back, but New York and Massachusetts and Connecticut yeah. Connecticut
1: can kind of just... I, I, dude, <laughs> I feel bad for all the co- the country folk up in New York that are having their lives ruined by the city. Don't get me wrong. like New York City is an amazing place to, to visit. Keyword <laughs> visit. I, it's it's a badass place. I got one of my best friends that lives up there. Uh, shout out to Plog. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, dude, it's an amazing place to visit. But the city just because the city you know city laws that are you know they transfer to the, the country and like outside of New York City man it's like country folk who just yeah. like shooting and they're they're like trailer park boys up there but <laughs> but you know it's I don't know it's crazy, crazy Buffalo
0: New York looks like a pretty cool city um, I know a couple of people in Buffalo but I've never been there
1: I haven't even
0: I've driven through New York City a couple times but I haven't even really been through there I've I spent a lot of, like a decent amount of time in Boston cuz that's where my dad was from yeah. and, like his family and stuff but as far as the city Dude, that I want to check out one. Boston man I heard That's that. a great city yeah, yeah. I would like to check out Boston you should definitely check that out highly recommend it I can't wait to go back and see it all again I yeah. miss the mountains up in New Hampshire that's the only thing about Texas I don't miss the snow I don't miss the ice I don't miss <laughs> any of that like I I don't miss the majority and New Hampshire is so small um I love Texas for a lot of reasons, but Texas doesn't have the mountains like out there, man. Yeah. Not like up in New Hampshire. We have a lot of, we a lot of pretty, uh,
1: pretty countryside, but there, yeah. aren't, there aren't, aren't a lot of mountains that are easy to access.
0: You can't beat the sky in Texas. Oh, they dude. Texas, Texas sunset,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah. Or sky, either one. You know, dude, it's it's hard Focus. to beat for yeah. sure.
0: I love Texas. It's a great place. Yeah. Yeah. America, baby. Yeah. All right. Well, that's about an hour. So yeah. thanks a lot for coming All right. out here, yeah, yeah, dude. dude. Always a pleasure. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Sounds good. Thanks y'all for listening in. Tune in next time.